0: Welcome to Locked on Bucks. I'm your host, Kane Pittman, here on a big day for basketball news. The, really, the, the dates that we're waiting for have now come through. This happened all very late on Monday night over in the US, Tuesday afternoon for me. And this, again, this is the benefits of having an Australian hosting this podcast. You can get this news straight away. So I'm going to touch on this in just a little bit here. We have dates for free agency, uh, when contracts will be able to be signed. When trades can potentially happen, obviously the draft training camp opening night, uh, it's all all in here, all in here. So we're going to have plenty of updates about that as the show goes on. And I also want to uh, hit the trade machine with a very interesting trade that friend of the podcast, Dan Schaefer, came up with. Some of you may have seen it on Twitter, but I want to break this one down. But I did mention that I benefited a little bit from being here in Australia because I tell you what, it is absolutely stinking hot over here today. Uh, it was 90 plus degrees and I, I trust me, I do not say that to rub that into my uh, great Wisconsin friends. I know you guys are heading into winter. I've experienced it. This is normally the time I'm getting over there with you guys, so I know what it's all about and it sucks, but for me, this was probably the hottest day I've had Since I was sweating my ass off at Summerfest back in 2019, which by the way, I I do hold high hopes of getting back to Milwaukee at some stage this basketball season and hopefully capping the trip off again with Summerfest. I love Summerfest and Milwaukee and summer in general is just really bloody unbelievable. But I'm getting distracted here. But this is why I'm here on this podcast late because I decided I was in my office here, the little makeshift studio i've got going on and i could not concentrate on this podcast i was waiting for this news to drop so i said stuff that i'm going out i'm going to go for a run i'm going to jump in the ocean i'm going to cool off and uh and then this this news came just as i was walking out of the water so it was really perfect timing uh i also got completely ripped off today so before i get to the basketball uh, news i'm sure this kind of thing has happened to you guys before but my headphones for my iphone completely stopped working and this is how I know I would not be a good basketball GM or I would not be good at the trade table because I, I needed new headphone, headphones. I preferably wanted wireless uh, headphones, so I went into uh, JB Hi-Fi. That's what the store's called over here in Australia, and I, I saw the girl and I said, uh, the saleswoman, I said, look, I'm, I'm looking for headphones. I really don't have the money to pay for Apple uh, AirPods, I, I just don't, it's, it's not in my budget right now, but I want something, you know, decent quality to get me through, I just run, I need them, you know, listening to podcasts, whatever it may be. Uh, literally five minutes later, I was walking out of there with AirPods. She's good at her job, I got to give her credit. Uh, I walked in with a, one plan in mind and I completely failed, so uh, although I'm very happy with the product, Disastrous. Uh, Effort by me there. Just uh, really, really disappointing on on my behalf. And uh, congratulations to her. But to the more important news here today. So, as I said, this dropped late Monday night. So, the key dates that we all want to know are out Uh, the NBA draft on November 18. We already knew that. We knew that that was going to be part of the equation here. So, that's totally fine. Free agency, November 20, 6 p.m. Eastern time. 5 p.m. Central Time, 10 a.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Time. Free agency begins November 20. You can sign contracts on November 22 at 12.01 p.m. Eastern, 11.01 Central, 4.01 a.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Time for our friends over here in Australia. Uh, they're still yet to determine when trades will open up and when that will also include opt-ins. So very important information there for Ersan Iwisova in particular. We know we're waiting to see what the Bucks are going to do with his $7 million option right there. Training camp December 1 and opening night on December 22. So I'm certainly going to go through this in a little bit more detail here and try and explain what this means for the Bucks. Uh, In the next few weeks here, it's going to be a whirlwind. It's going to be absolutely crazy. Before I do, I want to tell you about our friends over at Built Go. Built Go is the healthy replacement for your energy drink, but the energy is not fake. It's long-lasting and natural. Whether it's mental or physical wall, you need to break through. Break through it with Go every single day because it's easy to take in 1.5-ounce packages. I've done it. It works. I can tell you that. It's the best workout gel on the market. It's five-hour energy without the same crash feeling. Plus, it's natural, so it's better for the body. It's like drinking a monster drink, but you don't have uh, as much caffeine. It's a third of the caffeine, and you get better results. The three delicious flavors they have are peanut butter, honey, Chocolate coconut and chocolate mint as well. The offer we have for you guys is pretty damn good. Visit builtgo.com and use the promo code LOCKED, L O C K E D, and you'll get 20% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKED for 20% off at builtgo.com. Let's go. All right, so let's continue to work through what we do know here. So 6 p.m. Eastern Time on November 20, as I mentioned, which right now, as you guys are listening to this podcast, that's going to be 10 days away, 10 days away. So the end of next week, free agency is going to start. Of course, we do have the draft before then. I've mentioned this a couple of times. We're going to have a draft episode here this week. Towards the end of this week, we're going to talk about the draft and narrow in on the Bucks because I think we've spent so much time talking about the possibility of the Bucks trading the pick, and we will do so again later in this episode. But uh, what are the talents that are actually there? If things don't work out, if the Bucks take this pick, uh, pick 24, it is on November 18, who are they going to select? We're going to get into that because I do know, I've had a couple of listeners ask me about that. Uh, I'm not a draft expert. We will have a draft expert on the show. But free agency two days after that, uh, we knew this was probably going to be the case because if you're talking about a December 22 season start and December 1 training camp, then you've got to have at least a week and a half period where you can let guys know where the hell they're playing. And, and there's obviously a bunch of free agents out there. We've spoke about them uh, endlessly. You need to go through the, the restricted free agency period there because a guy like Bogdan Bogdanovich, who the Bucs have shown significant interest in, uh, is obviously going to be someone... That if that goes down, it's going to be a complex agreement that they have to come to with a sign and trade right there. So uh, from November twenty six p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Central, that's uh, certainly a date that we will take note, but the, the one that everyone's going to be looking at, November 22, as I said, 12.01 p.m. Eastern time, 11.01 a.m. Central time, you can start to sign these free agent contracts, but you can also, if you're Giannis, you can sign the Supermax and I can tell you it's going to be like that Ersan deal a couple of years ago, uh, right on the dot, 12.01 p.m. Giannis is going to have this deal right in front of him. It's going to be the Supermax. We all know it's coming. The question will be whether Giannis signs that deal. Now, I, I did a little radio spot with the Mike Heller Show uh, in Wisconsin this morning and he asked me how I think that this shortened offseason is going to affect Giannis. We've spoken about it a little bit, but to me – There's only a couple of options here. One, Giannis has already decided, I don't want to deal with this bullshit that I'm going to have to put up with next season. I don't want to put up with people asking me about this. I don't want to put up with the rumors because as we said, even if Giannis signs the Supermax, he can request a trade down the line. We hope he doesn't do so. But signing the Supermax is not going to stop him from being able to uh, leave Milwaukee uh, in the future, if that's something that he decides he wants to do. So he may come in and say, I'm signing it. I, I don't care. I want to secure this uh, roughly $226 million it's going to be. Uh, fair chunk of change there, fair to say. And he might just say, I'm signing it. If Giannis comes into this offseason wanting to see what the Bucks do in regards to trades, in regards to upgrading the roster, in regards to free agency, then... I think it's going to be really difficult for him to sign an extension this offseason because everything's going to be so cramped and then he's going to be in training camp and then the opening night is going to be here. And as we've explained before, Giannis can't sign the Supermax during the season. He would have to wait again and he'll have the opportunity to sign it next year when he's a true unrestricted free agent if it gets to that. But he's not going to sign it during the season, not going to be eligible to sign it during the season. So that's why I think that the shortened offseason could impact Giannis in that way. Just uh, It depends where his mindset's at. If he really wants to wait and see what the Bucs are going to do this offseason, it's going to give him a very, very small window to be able to do so. And if you're a Bucs fan, if you're a listener, if you're worried about Giannis like we all are, that's what you have to worry about. Uh, so I think you could see something really early. Or if you don't, then the chances are that, yes, he's waiting to see what the Bucs do. And then things get a little bit complicated there. Uh, I did mention... Uh, Just prior to the first break there, uh, Woj tweeted out and he said talks on opening the NBA's transaction window, that's uh, trades, contract opt-ins, and outs uh, for that matter, are progressing towards firming a date two or three days prior to the November 18 draft. Again, November 18, uh, that's only a week away. So we're talking about potentially having some uh, contracts uh, opted in, opted out, and and trades from just a few days away here uh, over the weekend, start of early next week, is, is going to be when that's all going to go down. Uh, for the Bucks. that's applicable, obviously, in a big way to Ersan Uyusova with $7 million, but it's also applicable uh, to Robin Lopez with his uh, roughly $5 million uh, player option. And also Wesley Matthews, a $2.6 million player option. He's a really curious one to watch, Wes. We know he became a very important part of the team, certainly defensively, but started. Started in every game he played. So $2.6 million. I wrote about free agency over at NBA.com on the weekend. And I said, look, it would be hard to argue with the fact that Wesley Matthews outplayed that contract. With what he did for this team, with the assignments he was given defensively, I think he did outplay that contract. The question will be whether anyone wants him at 34 years old, uh, wants to acquire Wesley Matthews. I'm not 100% sure. And also, a uh, hometown guy. He might want to stick with this group and come back again uh, next season. I know there was some uh, talk amongst Bucks fans. I've certainly heard it. I've certainly had people ask me whether they think that Wesley would be frustrated with the way the rotation went in the postseason, with the fact that he didn't get as many opportunities as he probably would have liked to defend Jimmy Butler. I I'm not buying that. I'm not buying that. There might have been frustration there, but I don't think it would be enough to push him out of Milwaukee. Again, this is going to be a really good team. He knows that he's going to be in a role that suits him at his age, and it does give him a chance to win. So unless a contender came up with a generous deal that I'm not expecting them to, then I don't think that will be the case. So I probably expect both of those players to opt in, but we'll see. Uh, what happens there? Another option I should point out, and Frank's mentioned this a couple of times with Wesley Matthews, is potentially he could uh, opt out, and then maybe the Bucks would give him another one plus player option, so basically extend another year on the on the back of that, uh, depending on where uh, he is in his career. But this is all really exciting, really exciting for basketball fans, really exciting for Bucks fans who have been eagerly anticipating this free agency period for a long time. It's all within two weeks. Uh, so it's all going to happen really, really quickly. Uh, the one other thing that I will mention here, and again, I always say this, Frank is a cap expert on this podcast. I don't go into it too deep because uh, if, if he's not there, I don't go into it too deep because he can always quickly pull me up. Uh, no shame for me with uh, sometimes being a little bit confused by all this cap stuff. But tim Temps tweeted, besides the salary cap and luxury tax remaining the same this season, uh, that's about, that's around $109.1 million for the salary cap and luxury tax, 132.7. There will be a reduction in the luxury tax bill for teams at the end of the season based off the percentage of BRI, that's basketball related income, decreased from initial uh, initial projections during the 2020 2021 season. So essentially, uh, whatever the percentage loss in BRI, they would take that percentage off. The tax bill of a team so long story short it means if your team does go into the luxury tax uh, you're going to save a fair chunk of what the normal bill would have been makes total sense it's going to be a confusing situation for teams now that may be tempted uh, with that cheaper tax bill to go into it but it still affects uh, down the line with repeated taxes and and that kind of stuff uh, depending on what happens with the salary cap in years moving forward so Uh, What I want to do now, I want to jump into this trade machine deal. I think think it's a really, really intriguing one. I'm interested to hear what the listeners think about this. Uh, I'm going to get to this in just a minute here, and we'll go through this trade in detail. All right, we're back here on Locked on Bucks, and I did mention a friend of the podcast, Dan Schaefer. Uh, by the way, if you do get a chance to check out his work, you'll see him on Twitter, but the Recombobulation Area, hes uh, uh does great work over there. He started that blog there, and it's fantastic. You can subscribe and support Dan, uh, as I said. He he puts in a pair of work over there, and it's a sweet name. You know me. I'm I'm easily sucking in. I love the name. Obviously, it makes me think of uh, traveling to and from Milwaukee, as it does everyone else uh, their locals, but he sent me this trade and he did tweet this out and I, I did miss this by the way, so uh, I was pleased he sent this through, so here we go, I'm going to walk through this slowly, hopefully this all makes sense, I'll almost certainly tweet uh, something out about this again uh, later on anyway, so if you're listening to this podcast, you should be able to find it either on Dan's uh, Twitter which is, let me tell you, at Dan Schaefer, that's S-H-A-F-E-R, or you'll be able to find it on mine, or at Lockdown Bucks as well, but here we go. So the Bucks receive, very simple, the Bucks receive Drew Holiday. The New Orleans Pelicans receive Wayne Ellington from the Knicks, DJ Wilson from the Bucks. Dante DiVincenzo from the Bucks. pick 24, which is Milwaukee's first round of this year from Indiana. And they also receive the Knicks first this season, which is pick number eight. So the Knicks are obviously involved in this trade for New York. They receive Eric Bledsoe. They receive a 2023 first rounder from the Bucks, which is lottery protected, which is important. I'll get to that in just a second. And they also receive the first rounder from the Pelicans uh, in this year's draft, which is pick 13. So uh, just to make that very simple and to sort of cut out this aspect of the trade, the uh, the Pelicans will move up from 13 to 8 in the draft. The Knicks just dropped down from 8 to 13, but they do get another first rounder and they get Eric Bledsoe. As for the Pelicans, it's mostly draft capital here with the Bucks' first rounder and also moving up to the Knicks at number 8 as well as picking up Dante DiVincenzo, Allington, and DJ Wilson uh, thrown in there as well. But for the Bucs, they get Drew Holiday and this is the key piece here. So we're focusing on the Bucs. So the question you have to ask yourself if you're a Bucs fan and the question Dan's asking you, and the question I'm asking you is, how badly do you want Drew Holiday and are you willing to give up this year's first rounder Dante Divincenzo DJ Wilson a 2023 first rounder lottery protected and Eric Bledsoe so it's a big haul it is a big haul i i the question again that you have to ask yourself and i've been all in on Drew Holiday here really in the last little period i've been saying i think that it would be a fantastic addition but i do think As I've heard people talk about Drew Holiday over the last little period here, I do think that he has got to the point where he has become overrated. Now, I would still love him on the Bucks, don't get me wrong, but it would be a risk to take on Drew Holiday and give up two first-rounders and Dante DiVincenzo. Derek Bledsoe, you know, trade is negligible because I think we assume that he would be in the trade either way. Uh, but the two first rounders and Dante DiVincenzo plus DJ Wilson, if you've got still got stock in him. Um, that's a lot of... Well, it's not just a lot. It's really the only assets the Bucks have. So they're cleaning out the closet to pick up Drew Holiday, who right now as we speak is 30. will turn 31 during the playoffs next year in June. And really the the question I have with Drew Holiday, because... We, When we talk about the Bucks, when we talk about the dribble penetration that we think we need, when we talk about the pick and roll ability we think we need, when we talk about the shooting we think they need, I mean, Drew Holiday is not the first guy that's come up. And I have seen a few of the listeners credit to them. They've pointed it out and said, look, Drew Holiday is a little bit of a shaky uh, shooter. And he certainly is. Uh, last year, per in the glass, uh, at the rim, just 59%. That's, that's very mediocre. But he is in the 52nd percentile finishing at the rim. Not great. Mid-range, uh, he only shot 39%. Again, mediocre, not great, 45th percentile. And from the three, uh, he only shot 36% overall. It was actually a little bit less than that, just over 35%. And above the break, it actually dropped down even further to just 34%. So uh, the reality is Drew Holiday's is not a, a fantastic shooter. He can create, there's no doubt about that. I think the defensive ability of Drew Holiday is, again, negligible if you're replacing him with Eric Bledsoe. Drew Holiday is an elite guard defender. Eric Bledsoe is an elite guard defender. The question you have to ask yourself as a Bucs fan is, are you getting a big enough upgrade from Drew Holiday to clean out your whole asset chest? Can you use that better? That's the question you have to ask yourself because, as I said, I do think in some circles Drew Holiday has become a little bit overrated. Now, Eric Bledsoe regular season and and Drew Holiday regular season, very similar. And and I think we've all accepted that if you got Eric Bledsoe regular season, Eric Bledsoe in the playoffs, then uh, you wouldn't be trading him. So that's the question you have to ask yourself. Uh, Drew Holiday in 2017-18 with that Pelicans team that went to the second round, they ended up getting wiped uh, by the Warriors in in a pretty tough matchup for those guys. Anthony Davis still on those Pelicans teams, but... Drew Holiday did average 23.7 points in that postseason, 6.3 assists. Uh, Three-point shooting was pretty bad, 32%. But he was able to be an efficient scorer elsewhere, 51% from the field overall, and uh, also got to the free throw line a little bit. So he has got recent history of being a good playoff performer. But overall, uh, his last two playoff uh, series that he's had with the Pelicans or the two playoff series that he has had overall with the Pelicans uh, in, in three games in 14-15 he only shot 25% from three and then 32% in 17-18 so that's just the flag that's just the, the point that you have to ask yourself and, and do I think Drew Holiday would be an upgrade probably would I have more confidence in him in the playoffs maybe I, I don't know we haven't really seen Drew Holiday playing the playoffs a lot so uh, that's the only thing I would say I've been all in on Drew Holiday uh, trades I've come up with multiple scenarios where the Bucks could pick him up but If you're giving up DiVincenzo and two first-round picks, I I just think that that's the question you have to ask yourself because if it doesn't work out, what do you do then? What do you do then? Because the Bucs at the moment are a little bit strapped for assets. We know that. And they've got long-term salary locked up in a bunch of uh, players. So that's why it's difficult for them to really move anyone. So is Drew Holiday your chips-in, all-in guy? And do you believe that he, when a push comes to shove in the postseason, he will be a big enough upgrade on Eric Bledsoe to get you to a championship. I do think that the Bucs can't afford to come into the the regular season next season, 2021 season with the same team anyway. So I'm not necessarily saying I'm opposed to it. I just think it's a really interesting deal. And certainly you can ask yourself whether you think uh, the Knicks would be interested in this trade as well. But, you know, Eric Bledsoe, Tom Thibodeau, we got a, you got your defensive grinder. You've got a, an upgrade at the point guard position. You've got a veteran that's going to play hard defense. Uh, and, and you know a uh, two-time all-defensive play there. So maybe Thibodeau uh, would uh, want that. So I, I just generally would feel bad for Eric Bledsoe getting traded to the Knicks. It would suck for him. Come on, man. He's been on this Bucks team. We wanted him to do really well. And, uh, and you know, unfortunately uh, for him, if if this went down, he'd end up on a really bad Knicks team, which would suck for him. Uh, the 2023 first round pick uh, also should be importantly noted is a lottery uh, protected, which could, which not could, which is very, very important for the Bucks giving up any future picks until they know what Giannis is doing. Because if they lose Giannis, there's a, a significant chance that they could find themselves back in the lottery. So that's why it's worth pointing out that the 2023 pick is lottery protected. All right. I've waffled on a, a lot today. But it's an exciting day. I don't know if you can tell. I'm excited. We've got these dates now. I know that the next week is going to be absolutely chaos. I know the next two weeks is going to be absolutely chaos. But it's going to be fun on the podcast. So I I, I always say this. I do not do this a lot. But if you do enjoy the podcast, if you're tuning in for the first time, uh, I'm not normally by myself. I've got co-hosts. I've got guests that come on the show. Uh, We have a bit of fun here. So if you're here for the first time or you're here uh, most days or every day, And you don't subscribe, please do that. Give us a rating. Give us the five stars. Uh, I I don't know. Do whatever else you need to do. Share the word. But I really appreciate you guys jumping on board. And I get the feeling Uh, everyone's going to be pretty excited on Bucks Twitter over the next few sort of weeks here. So it's going to be fun to interact with you guys. I always say this. Hit me up at Kane Pittman. Hit our Twitter up at Bucks, And hit the Gmail up, LockedOnBucks at gmail.com and your opinions and comments will be read on the podcast. That's one thing I love to do. So I'll leave it there for today. As I said, we're going to break the certainly the financial aspects of all this down a little bit more when Frank is on the pod, but I appreciate you guys listening. Stay safe over there. We will be back tomorrow.